Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope you've had a good weekend. Hey, hockey is back for the Maryland Black Bears, and that's got to be good for everybody. Um, and what a uh, what a time. What a time we got going here. We'll talk about this weekend's uh, opening weekend, as it were, and we'll also get into the idea of the NHL showcase going down in Blaine, Minnesota from uh, Wednesday until Saturday, yeah. So all the good stuff going on there. But uh, before we get where we're going, we got to know where we've been. And we start off on Friday night, the pomp and circumstance that was the banner raising for both the regular season and playoff divi uh, division titles for the Maryland Black Bears happened. A nice video montage that they have on all their social medias, as well as uh, dignitaries from around the uh, the team from last year all coming back to celebrate the big, big uh, unveiling, which was awesome to see for everybody. Um, very awesome to be a part of, for sure, I bet, for the people who were there. It's pretty cool. So uh, put a bow on the 2022-2023 season, how amazing it was, how epic it was, and now you turn the page to the 23-24 season, looking to get back to that mountaintop as they did last year and of course not going to have a tough or not going to have an easy task in doing that as they face their rivals the Johnstown Tomahawks uh Tomahawks seeing a very uh, different array of uh players I mean a lot a lot of uh not a lot of names that most people remember from this rivalry but also uh that's something that the Black Bears haven't seen so new guys going on and trying to make sure that they make the Black Bears' life a living hell. So Friday night they seem to get to that as the, the Black Bears, maybe uh, maybe the, the pomp and circumstance was a little much, got off to a little bit of a slow start, some sloppy passing, some sloppy defensive end play, and uh, it results in them getting scored on four, first 640 in after a, uh, a chance from the Tomahawks. Black Bears couldn't get out of the zone, a faceoff to the right of Colin Ronan, and next thing you know, loose puck in the slot. Reed Loon pumps it home for the first goal of the season for him and the opening goal of both team seasons. And we are uh, at one nothing for Johnstown, quieting the crowd in Piney Orchard Ice Arena. Again, Black Bears try to get some momentum back. They had two power plays back-to-back -back in the middle part of the frame. Got some things going, had a couple chances uh, on net, but Jacob uh, Jacob Osborne was equal to the task. And under five minutes, the uh, saves from Osborne and being able to keep the uh, the Tomahawks ahead resulted in Tomahawks going on a two uh, a two nothing lead. After uh, Tabor Aldrich was able to create a two on one after a nice play defensively in his own end, a two on one holds, waits, and puts it past Ronan, and there you go two to nothing but late in the frame the black bears get their first of the year the first fish award and the first fish happened to pop on the ice with 106 remaining with matthew croxel uh with a nice little rebound in front picks up that garbage puts it home for his first nhl goal with adam shankula and luke janice on the assist all ones across the board there and the Black Bears getting two within one going into the first intermission. Second period, however, started off not too great as the Black Bears again have trouble clearing their own end. And Thomas uh, uh, Vilsek gets his first of the year 
just finds it, holds it, and then puts it home uh, for the goal to make it 3-1, to one, the two-goal lead there. Colin Ronan did look good in that second frame, though. Had a lot of chances against him, a couple of breaks, uh, not going the Black Bears' way, but Ronan was equal to the task, making sure that the score only stood at 3-1, to one, making sure the Black Bears were kept in it. Uh, and even though that uh, they could not get much going in the second frame, did get some momentum, get, did get some boost from their goaltender in that one, though the Black Bears did outshoot Johnstown 11-9 to nine in the second frame. In the third period, though, uh, a glorious chance for Maryland early. Adam Shankula had a mini break, but uh, Osborne was equal to the task, stops it, and then next thing you know, four straight penalties for Maryland. Uh, coming through for them, not a great, great time. With 7.59 remaining in the third, Justin Gibson pumps home a power play goal for his first of the year. And then that's pretty much all she wrote, 4-1 to one on that. Maryland did try, could not find another goal, and then Lucas Clem found the empty net for the 5-1 final scoreline on this one. Maryland outshoots uh, Johnstown on this one, 29 to 22, Colin Ronan with 13 saves in the defeat. But there are two games to the series, and uh, you have to have a short memory for that, and the Black Bears uh, looked to try to get something back from that, but didn't didn't get started well early as we look into seven minutes into, 7.51 into the first period. Justin Rapp uh, was able to put home a rebound in front on the power play, more undisciplined uh, play early for the Maryland Black Bears. One ticky-tack call against Dimitri Cabrot, which is the pronunciation on that. So I've been getting it wrong for two years now. So, so mar- sorry about that, Dima. Uh, but Cabrot was uh, able to, you know, the, the the PK was able to kill those two power plays early. They would get a uh, power play of their own. And then next thing you know, hey, look at that. Trace Johnson getting his first of the year, letting loose from the point. Great work. Uh, on the power play for Maryland, and they were uh, actually just as the penalty expired. So two seconds after the penalty expired, Trace Johnson puts home his first from Kareem El-Bashir and Jack Darby. We are tied up at one, but hey, a minute and 12 seconds later, Keanu Krenn with a great play on the backhand, uh, finding a loose puck, and then there you go. Over the shoulder of Jacob Osborne, two to one, but don't... Don't stop believing on this one. With only uh, 38 seconds remaining in the period, uh, Jeremy Tremblay gets his first of the year. The uh, draft pick this past year for the uh, Maryland Black Bears gets his first from Adam Shankula for his second assist. Kareem El-Bashir gets his second of assist of the game uh, and of the season. With Tremblay, he was able to uh, just pick up a loose puck. Again, loose pucks were a big deal. A lot of rebounds on both ends. And uh, the Black Bears' right spot, right time, puts it home from the slot. There you go. few seconds remaining. I think it was only six seconds remaining. Uh, Cabrot was able to get a turnover in the own zone. Had a mini break. Couldn't get a shot off. Get a shot to penalty. Uh, but was unable to convert on the penalty shot. But it's all right. The Black Bears cruising 3-1 to one after 20 minutes of play. Into the second frame, more pressure from the Black Bears, something that they uh, probably harped on 
from the hours after Friday's game into this one, keeping the pressure on. A lot of offensive zone uh, presence and able to draw another power play uh, early in the frame, and that's where Luke Janis comes into play for his first of the year. Finds the puck at the side of the net after Adam Shankula kind of broke his stick. Uh, Cabro was able to uh, get a shot on Luke Janis right there wide open. Uh, Could have made a couple sandwiches and then uh, still put it home for his first of the year. Cabro with his first assist. Shankula, his third assist of the young season. And again, not letting up as uh, Cabro was able to pot a goal finally. That persistent presence in front, he was able to pot home his first finally of the season, although it's like two games in, so I don't know why we're saying finally. Uh, Caleb Craven just uh, ripped a shot. Cabro found the uh, rebound, puts it home. Five unanswered goals for Maryland, 5-1 to one early. That would be the end of the night for, uh, for Jacob Osborne as he gets uh, yanked on that one, I do believe. Yep, after the 10-minute mark, he gets the gate. Then uh, 13 seconds after Cabro's uh, goal, Zach Albin of the uh, Tomahawks is able to get his first of the year, just a... A uh, quick play by the Tomahawks getting the puck in front. I think it might have bounced off of Zach Wenick, or I think it might have bounced off of Jack Wenicky's, uh pad in front. Wenicky playing very well in net for his uh, first game back of the new season. Uh, played well, and then a little little uh, boot off of that. It makes it five to two for Maryland. And then not a a minute and change later, Alexei Yarmolak gets his uh, first of the season. As again, picks up a loose puck that was bobbled in front, fires at home, and it is five to three. The Black Bears, however, able to stop everything. Two straight power plays after the Yarmulluk, uh goal, including a five-on-three. Nothing to show for it, but it did stop the Johnstown attack at the Black Bears' end. And we go into the second intermission at a five-to-three scoreline. Black Bears, a lot of pressure in the third period. Uh, couldn't find the back of the net yet. Had a good uh, couple couple penalties to begin with in the middle part of the frame. But in between the two penalties, uh, Thomas Toth was able to get his first of the young, young season. A nice little play by Cabrot, who was able to just drop it back, uh, sliding it behind his uh, behind the back pass as he drew the goaltender, Zach Ferris. And then there you go, Toth's first of the year, Cabrot's second assist, and Matthew Croxel getting his first assist. Of the season, the Black Bears would shut it down from there. Wenicke, uh playing his uh, solid game there in the third, making sure nothing went to dangerous areas. And we end it with a 6-3 to scoreline here. Wenicke with uh, 12 saves, didn't face a lot, but he uh, stopped when he needed, when called upon. 12 saves in this one, and the Black Bears get a W on the board, splitting the weekend against Johnstown. Now, just some takeaways from this one. I mean, the big thing for that um, is, I mean, obviously discipline. That's something the Black Bears have had a little bit of trouble with um, over the few years. I mean, ill-timed penalties, I mean, any any penalty by and large is ill-timed. But you have to pick your spots on where they're going and when they're going to happen. This, that, the other thing, all the other you know, little niceties that can go into that. But discipline, a huge issue. Could have been just not, you know, some of the, the younger, uh, the uh, the newer guys not knowing the flow of an NHL game. Maybe they got rid, uh, away with some stuff in other leagues. Who's to say? But discipline has to be 
a big factor going into it. Also tightening up passing in the defensive zone. There's a couple times where you know, it didn't result in anything, but there were a couple dicey passes in front of the goal uh, goaltender right across the crease. Uh, the goaltender's not paying attention. His stick goes down. It pops into his net. Not great. Or just a, a four-checker coming there and, and a pass right across the crease picked off for an easy shot attempt, a, a quality goal chance. So that's a big thing. Rebounds, I think, a little bit tightened up. I mean, that'll come with the season. I mean, both sides had problems with rebounds this weekend. Uh, but a lot of just – it seemed – seemed messy it didn't you know a little bit I mean with all the the loose pucks that were in front that were picked up in the slot area uh coming off of block shots just redirections happening here there and everywhere that's uh that's something that you know comes with the territory but the the amount that happened was pretty pretty abnormal so I think it's just normal stuff that you can that any team can probably uh harp on discipline better play in their defensive zone. And I think once Maryland kind of got into their flow offensively and kept the pedal down, you could see five unanswered goals in a quick, quick uh, time span. I think it was within um, 11 minutes of gameplay thereabouts. I mean, from 1540 of the first. Uh, so what is that? Four, 420 in the first, or 420 left to 630-something into the second period. So about 11 minutes there. Hell of a time. I mean, Black Bears just didn't let up five unanswered goals, and and that was pretty much the game by and large. So a lot to look forward to, a good promising uh, start. I mean, you saw a lot of guys uh, in and out of the lineup. Uh, There were a couple changes uh, as uh, from Friday to Saturday. There's also, you know, different different guys who haven't gotten in yet that I still think are rostered on the team. So um, plenty to look forward to. There's a lot going on. There's going to be a lot of progress to go for. So a, a nice little snapshot on what we can see in the season, but also things we can, you know, nip it in the bud early, as the kids would say back in the 1940s. But uh, it's 2023, and we're going here. And we're also going to uh, we're going to Blaine. Well, I'm not going to Blaine. i got to move. I'm, I'm moving back east. So I, my money's going to that move. But uh, the team is going up to blame for the annual uh, the annual NHL showcase. Johnny P is going to be there, though. Him and uh, uh, other photo man Jim are going to be taking some photos. So you'll be seeing that on the Facebook page of Face Off Hockey Show at FOHS Radio. If you want to check out those photos, I'll post those, uh, those links in the Defending the Den uh, Twitter feed at Defending Den MBB. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Uh, another experience. That experience is like no other. It is a raucous four days. It's a whirlwind. I mean, this is, this is for a lot of these players, it's a proving ground for where they're going to be next, where they want to go next, what's going to happen with them next. So uh, pretty cool overall to see uh, where these guys and, and, and are going to all turn up. And all this is, if you can't make it out to Blaine, it's going to be on NHL TV. It starts on the 13th. That is Wednesday at 2.15 Central, so 3.15 East. Black Bears will take on the Odessa Jackalopes. Uh, and then on Sat- on Thursday, they will take on the Fairback- Fairbanks Ice Dogs, 4.45, 5.45 start time on that one. Then on Friday, it's a 12.30 start time. As they take on the Minnesota Wilderness, that that arena could probably be packed for that with Minnesota being not too far away. And then they ended up on a super early game 
on Saturday, 10 a.m. against the Shreveport Mudbugs. And there you go. Those are your three games for that. I do believe they played Odessa in the first uh, the first showcase. Let me get to my uh, handy-dandy media guide, which uh, I should post that link again for the team records uh, for the Black Bears that I tried to compile off of uh, records and memory and all that other fun stuff. They are, in fact, they did play Odessa uh, in the showcase of the third showcase in 21-22. Uh, they lost to them on the Friday game on that. So they are 0-1 against Odessa, but they have not played any other uh, of the teams. Uh, that's a lie. They played Fairbanks. That's who I was thinking of, everybody. Uh, they played Fairbanks in the 2019-2020 edition of the uh, another dub for them, or a loss for them. So a lot of uh, comeuppance ready to go. A lot of uh, payback from years ago. But still, a nice little, uh, nice little caveat to have that these two franchises, uh, or that you know, they've played two of the franchises before, and two are relatively new overall. So should be fun again. If you can't make it up to Blaine, uh, you can catch all the action on NHL TV, and uh, you can, uh, yeah, look it up, watch the team play, support them on from the comfort of your couch, and. Um, NHL website, I will say this, is going through a lot. Uh, the NHL TV, uh, it's great. It's it's wonderful. I would love if it was just a cinema view and not a full screen. It, you didn't have the full screen, and then you had the regular like small view. If you could give me like a cinema where I could, it's wider, but I don't have to do full screen, so I can tab out and do stuff some other stuff like uh, while there's intermissions going or whatever, that'd be nice. Um, the NHL website think they're going through an update at least with their scheduling system because apparently um i'm trying to do the math here negative 169 million people uh took in the game uh on friday night and i don't think i think that's i think that's a record but i mean going through some stuff so give some grace to the nahl and then um hopefully they get some things figured out and fixed and maybe put a little cinema thing there but they do have the ability to uh cut goals and all that stuff so that's pretty pretty nice for people who want to go back and check out just the highlights and people who actually want to make those highlights so that's pretty pretty rad overall to do one little bit of uh alumni news is wilmer skoog is going to take place in the southeastern rookie showcase for the florida panthers of course he is signed to an ahl only deal with the deal with the charlotte checkers this season, but he has uh, he he was show, showed off a lot in development camp for the Panthers. He's going to get a shot in this rookie showcase here uh, for the Panthers. Uh, so it should be an interesting move. So congratulations to him, uh, onward and upward for that. So uh, congratulations to him. And again, I told you it was a very brief uh, alumni showcase, and that's what we're going to do, and that's where we're going to end up. There is going to be a lot of stuff happening this uh, week. We got four games on the week. Uh, try to put out early game notes probably t uh, Tuesday night on ClutchingCrabHockey.com. We will see what we can do here. We will uh, take a look at uh, some uh, game recaps as well. Two games, then two games, um, all on ClutchingCrabHockey.com. That'll also be posted to the Twitter, uh, Twitter.com slash DefendingDenMBB. And all that other fun stuff that comes with everything that's going on. All the fun stuff that comes with the fun stuff, everybody. And then next week we'll have a lot to review 
And it'll also be moving week for me. So, it'll be a very interesting week and not stressful whatsoever. But, uh, in any case, folks, we appreciate. I appreciate you uh, listening, and I appreciate your time you're taking out, and hopefully this was informative to you. Uh, I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, uh, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Again, clutchandcrabhockey.com and defending uh, twitter.com slash defendingdenmbb and facebook.com slash FOHS radio for the Black Bears photos and all that good stuff that comes with. So until we talk to you next week, we'll have an action-packed week with four games. Hopefully you're ready for it. Till next week. Peace.